Thank you for listening to Crossroads Community Church. At Crossroads Community Church, our vision is to awaken the city of Pittsburgh and surrounding areas by creating cool places to experience God in local neighborhoods throughout Pittsburgh and beyond. Now here is this week's message. I just want to take a brief moment and just wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Floyd. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Actually, this is twice as many people as I was expecting. I was expecting me, Christine, like Andrew, and that'd probably be about it. But uh, thank you guys for coming out. We're just going to be very informal and very, um, I don't want to say quick, but short. (laughs) Not bored short, but really realistically short but not so short that you're like seriously we came here all the way for this but short enough to where we can go about and everyone can go out and continue enjoying their Christmas morning so I'm going to ask ushers come forward and uh, uh, this is a very special um, offering because we get to actually give on Christmas day so I'm going to ask you to bow your heads with me father we are just so grateful Uh, that we get to gather and spend time with you this Christmas morning. Uh, We pray that you would bless us, bless our giving, bless our time together this morning. Uh, We pray that every single one of us would just realize that this day is all about you. And I know we're all about our family, and we're all about gifts, and we're all about spending time together. But don't let us forget that it's all about you. And we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. I don't have any announcements, but I just do have one thing uh, to say. And where is she? Because there she is in the back, because we have a tradition that we do, and it is somebody's birthday. So, you know what? We're informal enough that, Adrian, you can just come on all the way up to the front. And her birthday is actually, what is it, Tuesday? All right. So special. Hop on up. All right, so I'm going to ask you guys to stand with me. And I'm going to ask somebody to pull out a camera and take a picture of her while we're doing this. Anybody? Somebody? Honey, can you, like, capture her? on? Um, All right. And just join me in singing happy birthday to you, Adrian. All right. As you guys are getting situated, again, I just want to wish everyone a very... Merry Christmas. This is actually a first for me, for all of us here together, um, because we get to do this thing that we do, this worship celebration on actually Christmas morning. Um, Here's what I'm going to do. Next seven years from now, I know you guys like, wow, you're thinking way too far ahead. When we do this again, I'm going to ask everyone to bring in one of the gifts, and we'll do a blessing of the gifts. That would be really cool. Am I the only one that thinks so? Yes, I am the only one that thinks so. Okay, but we'll, we'll, we'll do it anyway. Anyway, So here's the thing, though. Um, in preparation for this month, I have been kind of uh, giving everyone a, a little gift because if you have not noticed, uh, throughout the month of December, we have been finishing very early. Like we start at 1037, and we've been done by 1130-ish throughout the month of December, and that was just like a special gift for me. To you guys, um, when we <laughs> okay, you'll notice come January when we start going back to 
normal time. You'll be like, oh, yeah, now I see the difference. But here's the thing. Since Christmas is all about sharing and all about giving, I wanted to um, quickly discuss three gifts that we can give to each other. I know you've already kind of ripped stuff open and uh, all that kind of stuff. Did anyone have anyone jumping on their bed early this morning saying, it's Christmas, it's Christmas, it's Christmas? Okay. Oh, good. Awesome. All right. So it's not just in the commercials. Okay. But um, here it is. Three gifts that we can give in each other. And it is actually based on scripture. So if you have a Bible, open it up to the book of uh, Philippians. And in the book of Philippians, ignore the one that says first Philippians up there. That is a typographical error on my part. Uh, But in the book of Philippians, chapter 2. And this is a letter that Paul wrote uh, to all of his family, his church family. He wrote most of the letters in the New Testament, and he wrote them to churches that he had started, or some that he was acquainted with, or some that just wrote him and had questions. But this was like his church family. These were people that he spent time with, he went through hardships with, and joys with, and probably people that he would have spent uh, Christmas with if it were in his, in his power to do so. And I know it doesn't seem like this is a Christmas passage of Scripture, uh, but it is. And I'm going to read it straight through, and then I'll tell you what the three gifts are. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1, it says, If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. And this is, this is kind of one of those passages that, yeah, it you know, you don't think of it as a Christmas verse, but it actually talks about, it actually talks about Jesus clothing himself as a man, leaving heaven. It doesn't describe him in the manger, but it describes the love that he has for us that said, hey, I'm going to step down from all the glories of heaven and I'm going to come down to earth, humble himself uh, and be obedient to God the Father. Now, here's the thing. These are the things I want to share with you because he wrote this letter, Paul, um, to um, his church family, and he says to them that if you have any uh, any of Christ in you, any fellowship with the Spirit, if if any tenderness and compassion, then he says be like-minded. He's basically telling them if you have anything in you that is like Christ or of Christ or Christ-like, then these are the things that you should do. And these, the rest of the passages where we're going to pull out these great awesome gift ideas. You don't even have to wrap them. And the first gift is, he says, hey, want a great gift idea? Get a new attitude. Now, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand on how many of you think that 
you know someone that could use a new attitude because it might be family member sitting next to you, make it for an uncomfortable rest of the Christmas, right? But uh, a lot of us would probably be just overjoyed if some people we know, if, if they did nothing else this Christmas but just change their attitude, that would be awesome. That would be phenomenal. And, and he says to them that he says, um, if you're, don't just change your attitude, but be, change it to a Christ-like attitude. Change it to one where you're willing to humble yourself. And he just he, he starts off by saying, I don't understand how, how, how if, if, if you have any Christ in you, how can you treat someone? I mean, and this is, this is for those people that kind of know God or claim to have a relationship with God. How can you treat someone else, whether they have a relationship with God or not, with anything but love and respect and caring? And it kind of makes you think, if he's writing this to them, that there was probably something going on there where people weren't treating each other with a Christ-like attitude, with love and with respect. And this being the Christmas season, surely, here's the thing, if only for today, as a gift to the loved ones around us, if all we would do is somehow figure it out and plug in and just say for the rest of today, for, for the, just this Christmas day, um, I'm going to have a positive attitude. I'm not going to say anything negative. I'm not going to complain about what I did get. I'm not going to complain about what I didn't get. I'm just going to have a positive attitude about the fact of who I get to spend this Christmas with. Maybe I don't get to spend it with everyone I want to, but for this moment, for this day, I'm just going to have a positive attitude. And I guarantee you, if we did nothing else but that, it would change the attitudes of those people in our circle of influence. Now, um, here's the second thing that he tells them. He says to humble yourself and to serve others. Basically, what he's telling them is, it's not all about you, especially this Christmas. It's not all about us. So first he's saying, get a new attitude. And then he says, contrary to what our, our, our um, culture tells us, it's not all about you. Humble yourself and serve others. Here's the thing. If just for today, just for today, if every single person in this room said, all I am going to do is to humble myself. I'm going to dote on and serve and be at the beck and call of someone else in this room who you're going to go home with, your family member and your circle of influence. Do you think that would change their attitude? Do you think that would help them have a more positive attitude? And many of us are in your head right now, honestly, you're thinking, but you don't know them. How many people were, no, don't raise your hand. All right. Because if you did, you're in trouble. But seriously, is that not an easy gift to give someone? I'm just going to have a positive attitude today. And I'm just going to dote on others. I'm just going to serve others. It's not going to be about me today. Just for Christmas. And if you have trouble (coughs) serving others in a Christ-like manner, because that's what Christ did. That's this whole passage is about, is his desire to serve us. He says, if you have trouble serving others, go back and see number one. Change your attitude. Because if you change your attitude, I'm just going to be positive today. Then it'll be easy to come and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait on you today. I'm going to clear the dishes today. I'm going to do whatever you ask me to do without griping, without moaning, without complaining today. I'm going to have a positive attitude today. And every time for some of us when we start to do that, it's going to get a little bit harder. And that's when you go back and see number one. You've got to have a positive attitude. 
going to keep a positive attitude. If nothing else, put a little countdown timer on your phone to midnight. And then you'll know, all right, once only eight hours left, and then I'm, I'm, I'm good. I can go back to being me. All right? But, and here's the third one. Here's the third gift uh, that he says. Um, he says to just praise God. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this because this is probably one of the most powerful things in Scripture. He says, therefore, God exalted him, meaning Jesus Christ, to the highest place. Gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. He said, because of his Christ's obedience, because of Christ's attitude, because Christ did one and two. He said, I'm going to get a new attitude. I'm going to go down. I'm going to serve humanity. I'm going to humble myself, not just to the point of serving them, but being obedient to the point of dying on a cross for them. And no one's asking you to go that far today. Just have a new attitude and be willing to serve people. But because of that, God exalted his name to where there is no name in the universe. There's nothing more powerful, nothing more authoritative than the name of Jesus Christ. And he says that, and and we think about this, and we know there's not people that do that today, but he says that at the name of Jesus Christ, and if you read through the book of Revelation, it tells us that there is coming a day when every single knee, every person on the planet, every person in the universe, everything will acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And if he made that his attitude, that I'm going to humble myself and I'm going to serve others, then surely we can just praise him for that. Now, here's the thing. If we just give God praise, not this morning, not just this morning, because we're here and we're in this setting and we're expected to be, yay, God, yay, Jesus. And not just in your private time, like those of you that have a time where you open the Bible and read or you dig into your daily bread or you get whatever you do to, to say, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm checking in with God. Not just at those times, but at other times, the places we exclude God from. When we're sitting around the family members that, Ugh, okay, that when we do turn the clock on, all right, just one more hour putting up with the family members. When we're sitting around with the people that make us mad. When we're trying to humble ourselves and serve others and they're just digging away at us and we're like, okay, I need to cut this off because I'm so frustrated. Or at the places, and, and if you take this out of today's context, uh, when we go to work, a lot of us will leave our relationship with Jesus in the car or at home because we believe he's not accepted there. He's not telling you to go in and preach the gospel. He's just telling you to go in and let him still be in one with you. And if in those times, not in these expected times, but in the unexpected times, if we're still praising him, it will make it so much easier to change our attitude and to humble ourselves and to love on others around us. Now, here's the thing. Uh, When we think about Christmas, we think about the fact that, you know, Jesus Christ was born in a manger and that, you know, he was born in a, a, a way that um, most of us would not expect. And it wasn't so much for us, but the reality is when, when Jesus Christ was born, uh, he was born in a time and a setting that would it, it could only be a miracle for it to occur. Okay? Uh, today, I was watching the documentary, and today 
uh, because of all the technological advances that we have. Uh, the reality is, now think about this. Let this sink in for a minute. If Jesus Christ showed up today and someone showed up claiming to be God, doing, you know, miracles, uh, we'd think it was like, oh, this must be a Vegas act. Maybe it's a, you know, Chris Angel, David Blaine wannabe or something like that. Because of all the tech, do you guys know who Chris Angel, David Blaine is? Does anybody? Okay, all right, okay. Um, Harry Houdini. Okay, all right, there we go. We, 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 we would think it was someone like that who's just doing, you know, trickery or, or all that kind of stuff. But in that day, in that context, there was absolutely positively uh, no way uh, that anything that he did could be faked. Did, you get, did anyone see the Chris Angel walking on the water thing? Anybody see it? Where he did the, okay. Um, he did this thing where he was walking on water. And, you know, it was obviously an illusion. It wasn't real the way that he did it. Did anyone see any of the other, like David Blaine, all these things that they do, the magicians and all that stuff? Ever been there? Okay. Uh, those are things that today, uh, you know, anyone ever hear of all the TV shows where there's so-and-so is being healed by preachers on TV, and if you send in enough money, you'll get like a drop of their sweat, which will heal your, heal your pinky toe or something like that. All this stuff today, which uh, could be fake. I don't know if that's real or not. Could be fake, could not be. But he was born in a time where beyond every ere- imaginable possibility. He was born to a woman who in her culture, uh, today, we don't think it's uncommon for a teenage girl to have a baby and not be married. We put it on TV. Teen Mom, anyone seen Teen Mom? Okay. No guys shook their head, did they? Okay. Uh, But, um, because we know our wives make us watch. But uh, it's not uncommon. So if that had happened today, no one would think anything about it. But he was born in a culture and at a time where if, if he had been like in that culture and he was born in that culture, for her, it was a literal death sentence culturally. Like for her, in her culture, according to the Old Testament and and their religiosity and the laws, she was supposed to be stoned to death. He was born at a time where um, it was almost uh, impossible um, because of the census and everything going on for um, um, the word of his birth to travel. Today, if it happened, I guarantee you, if someone said, we're waiting for this religious leader, and they said, hey, and the, the shepherds would have tweeted it out. CNN would have shown up. Uh, well, maybe not them. Fox News would have shown up. And, and they would be reporting it. And within an instant or at least within an hour, everyone would know. But the shepherds just happened to be out in the field at the spot that just happened to be in a communicable distance from where he was born. Everything just happened to work out to the degree where it was a miracle. And when we think about his birth, and we think about the miracle of God just giving those things to us. It makes sense that if we are Christ followers, that we can give gifts to the ones that we love. Now, these are inexpensive gifts. Don't cost you anything. 
And notice I did not use the word cheap. Like I said before, there's a difference between cheap gifts and expensive gifts. Cheap gifts, do not give. Inexpensive gifts, you can give. Right? Everyone get cheap. Okay. All right. So uh, a new attitude, serving others, and just praising God. Just praising God. And if we do that, just that, just that, I guarantee you that someone who probably would not have before is definitely going to have a Merry Christmas. And I guarantee you that we can all think of someone that if we just did nothing but show them a positive attitude, humble ourselves and just serve them and say, it's not about me, but it's all about you today. And we praise God while we do it. They are going to have a very Merry Christmas. All right. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and um, we're going to close out in just a few minutes. But I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and ask you to pray with me. God, the gift that you give us in your son, Jesus Christ, is one of the greatest gifts in the universe. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing in the universe is like it. God, and we praise you. Sometimes we take it for granted. Sometimes we uh, trivialize it. Sometimes we minimize the aspect of, of what you did in sending your son to us. But as Paul told the Philippians, God, we pray, we pray, we pray that we would make our attitudes like his. We pray that we would just humble ourselves, make it not about us today. Make it about serving someone else just as you served us. And we pray that no matter what, as we do it, that we would give you the glory and the praise and the honor that you are due in showing your love to us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.